Park Hopping Podcast number 24. Celebrating 10 years of posting Disney stuff on the internet. This is another crappy podcast production. Hi there, this is Alan, and this is the Park Hopping Podcast, the podcast that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that, yep, anyone can have their own podcast. Previously on the Park Hopping Podcast, I rambled on and on about the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh attraction at the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, and then I took you on a narrated ride through both versions. In that episode, I mentioned that there's a hidden tribute to the Country Bear Jamboree that you can find in the Disneyland version. Uh, you look up directly after the Huffalump and Woozle scene, and there you can see three mounted animal heads. And they're the same three that hung on the wall and heckled when the location was the Country Bear Playhouse. They were in that show. I also mentioned that these heads were not the animatronic heads from the original show, but were instead um, the replicas that used to hang on the wall in the mile-long bar next door. Well, I have a few additional things to add today. First, the Mile Long Bar was the name of the snack shop during the early days of Bear Country from 1973 until 1989 when Splash Mountain opened and the land became known as Critter Country. That shop was uh, renamed to Brer Bar to theme it in with the whole Brer, Bear, Brer Rabbit, and Brer Souvenir Stand theme. I guess I remember Bear Country from my childhood a little too well and couldn't remember that there was a new name to that place even though it had apparently gone by that name for over a decade. I certainly remember seeing the bear country area and country bears when I was a kid, and I even remember hearing the snoring bear that used to be the entrance uh, at the entrance of that area. And you can still hear that snore there. It's in Splash Mountain. It seems Disney has a long tradition of keeping tributes to former attractions around when new ones are opened. Anyway, I should have said that the heads were from Brer Bar, not the Mile Long Bar. Now, Disney World's Magic Kingdom also had a Mile Long Bar when it opened in 1971, and the original Country Bear show there exited right out into it, so maybe I was just getting confused. As you exited in Florida, you were listening to the bear singing the final song, and you got to see the three mounted animal heads once again when you left. They were singing the same song in the exit area. So this means that the Disneyland version, opening a few years later, added a mile-long bar and a set of three animal heads. But since you didn't actually exit into the shop, having those heads sing along wouldn't have made any sense, I guess, so Disney just added them to the walls of the mile-long bar there as static props. Ah, sequels. Anyway, in the Florida mile-long bar... Um, it was remodeled in 1998, and it reopened as Pecos Bill's Cafe, and those extra singing heads have been missing ever since. But at least in Florida, you still have the original Country Bears uh, show next door. Now, after I released that episode, I received an email from Paul at doneinthedark.com. Done in the Dark is a Country Bears tribute site, and Paul has had a, has followed the Country Bears in this attraction for many years. In fact, I looked it up, and doneinthedark.com was registered back in 2000, and that's the same year I registered my domain, disneyfans.com, so that must have just been a, a good year for registering domain names. By the way, Paul's also the guy that does the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Anyway, Paul wrote... I was told that the heads are actually not the mile-long bar heads, but the heads from theater number two. This came from Tony Baxter. Now, Tony Baxter is a longtime Imagineer, and if anyone knows about the attractions, it should be him. But I wondered why Disney would take animatronic figures and just mount them hidden away. Normally, they'd gut the old attraction and recycle what they can using frameworks and things like that. 
you know, the robots and Star Tours were pulled from America Sings, a lot of things like that. So I thought that this might be another example of Disney putting an interesting spin on things. You know, after all, how much of a tribute would it really be if the figures weren't really from the attraction? Wouldn't it sound better to say that they were the original animals instead of replica animals? So I figured the easiest way to confirm or deny this was to look for a photo of the Br'er Bar heads. So I went into my photo gallery of over 20,000 Disneyland pictures and couldn't find a single one. And I even remember seeing those heads at Disneyland during one of my first return visits back, you know, when I started going back to the park in 95. And I was wondering if they sang like the ones in Florida. And I asked and a cast member said, no. So I turned to the internet and spent far too much time today looking for a photo. And during my search, I actually ended up at one of my own web pages. I have a Disneyland versus the Magic Kingdom section that I started working on but never completed. And sure enough, on my uh, Country Bear comparison page, I actually wrote, At Disneyland, the extra heads were found in the mile-long bar, but they never sang. Or did they? I asked a cast member about this, and they never remembered them moving. If they did move, it would have been... It would have been different than the Magic Kingdom version since Magic Kingdom show continued as you left the theater and the outside heads kept singing along. The Disneyland mile-long bar was completely separate from that Country Bear Playhouse. So at least I'm using the same logic to come up with these ideas. Okay, that's fine. But I, I still needed a picture, and I wanted to compare a photo of the mounted heads hidden in Winnie the Pooh along with a photo of the heads from the Br'er Bar and see if they were at the same pose. If they were animatronic heads, unless they actually locked down in exactly the same pose, it'd be pretty easy to tell because, you know, their heads and necks and eyes, a lot of stuff moved on the animatronic ones. Well, I finally found one small picture showing two of the heads, and it was on someone's website where they had photos from their 1996 vacation to Disneyland. Unfortunately, it's at a different angle, and it was low resolution, so I couldn't be sure that the pose on the two heads in the photo was the same or not, but it sure seemed very, very similar to the ones that are hidden in the Pooh ride. One of my pictures of the hidden heads in the Pooh ride even looks as if the horns on the buffalo might be a different color than the ones in the photo I took at Critter Country's uh, Country Bear Jamboree during its final year. So that could just be lighting or maybe something was changed during rehab. I, I guess my point is I still need a better photo of the heads from the old bar location. So this is why I say take a lot of pictures. You never know how many times... Um, well, basically, I've gone looking for stuff like this many, many different times and just couldn't find a picture of it. And if you go to the Internet and search, you find a bunch of pictures of the castle and the train station, but I can't find a picture of those heads. And I, I know they got to be out there somewhere. Okay, so my next step was try to find um, where I'd read about the hidden heads in the first place and see wh what they said. And I did some more searching, and I found a quote from a MousePlanet.com article a couple of years ago when Pooh was opening. The article by author David Koenig said... The nod to the building's former residence appears near the end of the new Pooh ride as your beehive vehicle travels out of the big Heffalumps and Woozles scene and into a honey party scene full of dripping honey sets. Mounted high on the wall directly behind your vehicle are the old animatronic heads of Melvin the Moose, Buff the Buffalo, and Max the Deer. You have to know they are there in order to see them because it requires you to look 180 degrees behind you and up above the track about 15 feet, advises one ride operator. They are the exact same heads that came from Theater 2 at Disneyland, and they had been stored for the last year in the Haunted Mansion show building beneath the graveyard scene where the ghosts are having a tailgate party on back of a hearse. They've just been sitting there waiting to be installed in the new Pooh ride. 
But see, in a follow-up article, David had received a few more emails about this subject. One of them said, and this was from somebody who used to work at the park, Actually, there were moose heads stored in the Haunted Mansion as far back as 12 years ago when I worked there. I don't remember if it was all three or not or why they were even there, but they were stored in an area behind the ballroom scene. The heads were stored at ground level on a couple of sawhorses. There was plenty of room in that area to store stuff, so I can believe they stored the heads, the new heads there as well. Okay. Then there was another letter from someone who worked for the park at the time this was being printed. And they said, I believe the bear band heads in Pooh are from the old and long-closed Brer Bar in the area. The heads had been under the graveyard long before Bear Band closed with no internal working. Before that, they remained in the restaurant until well past the time it closed. I was told they originally were supposed to be animated. There was space behind then in the soffit of the building for the animation, but it never happened. I had to look up the word soffit. My spell checker didn't even know it. It means the underside of an architectural structure such as an arch, a balcony, or overhanging eaves. Now, if this is true, not the meaning of the word, I believe that part, but if they were intended to be animated, this means that they were probably going to try to make Disneyland sing just like the ones in Florida. So, I mean, who knows? This is another bit of a little lost Disney potential there. So, uh, someone who worked there at the time claimed the heads did not have any animatronics, and that makes a lot more sense than them really using disconnected animatronics as a hidden tribute. And Disney has certainly said things before that weren't totally accurate in order to make the show a better show. Now, I don't know who started the rumor about the the um, the the coffin thing. What's that thing called in front of the Haunted Mansion? You know, how it carried Brigham Young. I mean, that slipped out somewhere, and that wasn't true. And You know, for all I know, the plane... Oh, yeah, they also said that the plane in the Casablanca scene of um, Disney's... Uh, Disney MGM Studios was actually the one used in the ride. And then later on, they were saying, yeah, this was one. It was, you know, being used around that time, and it could have been the one used in, in the movie. Sorry, that, actually from the Casablanca movie. So anyway, there's certainly a lot of cases where Disney has kind of alluded to things because it sounded better. And, hey, it is entertainment. So I'd like to ask if anyone out there has a really good photo of the old mounted heads from the mile-long bar or Brer Bar, or, you know, whatever, please contact me. I, I'd really like to take a look because none of us seem to really know. A lot of people have different ideas. And even though I'm doubtful, I'm much more likely to trust Tony Baxter than some anonymous poster on the Internet. So my email address is alan, that's A-L-L-E-N, at DisneyFans.com. Oh, and if you want to see my Disneyland and Magic Kingdom comparisons, you'll find it linked at the main page of DisneyFans.com, but don't expect too much. It's a bit out of date. Okay, so where was I? Oh, right, right, Winnie the Pooh. I know you probably hate it when you go on a ride and someone in your car is just yakking and yakking and yakking the whole time. It'd be like listening to this podcast while you're at Disneyland. And this is especially a problem if you're not a frequent park visitor and you don't get to return that often. You know, remind me to rant someday about the folks on Pirates of the Caribbean that talk on their cell phones. Anyway, it's time to get our park hopping passes out again, and we're going to re-ride Pooh at both Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom the way they were meant to be, without me talking. So here we go, Winnie the Pooh, the original at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Hang on tightly, bro. 
right this way. I don't know if you could tell, but at the very beginning, fireworks were going on in the background, so it was kind of noisy. All right, now let's park hop over to Disneyland and ride Winnie the Pooh version 2.
nail this. There you go, Winnie the Pooh, coast to coast. Well, the next time you're there, be sure to take an extra picture in case you see any stuffed animal heads on a wall and shoot some extra video because you never know when something you like, love, or hate is going to go away and never be around again. And on that note, I think that'll do it for me this time, so be sure to visit DisneyFans.com where you can browse over 25,000 digital pictures I've taken at Disneyland, Disney World, and other theme parks across the country, just none of those 
stuffed heads hanging on the wall at Brer Bar at Disneyland, and dozens and dozens of downloadable video files from the Disney parks here, including both of these videos. And if you want to drop me a note, again, my email address is alan, that's A-L-L-E-N, at DisneyFans.com. This has been the Park Hopping Podcast, show number 24, Poo Ride-Throughs. Thanks for listening. Another Crappy Podcast production. Be sure to visit anothercrappypodcast.com to learn more about this and other equally exciting uh, podcasts.